0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com.
1: It's OBA with Arden Moore, this show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh. Arden Moore
2: Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, it doesn't matter if you have a zillion dollars in the bank or you own a fleet of homes. For many of us, our most priceless asset is our pet. I know my life is enriched every single day thanks to my dogs Chipper and Cleo and my cool cat, Casey. Now, we may think we're doing everything we can to protect them, But our special guest today is here to point out that we can do even more. For the past two decades, she's championed the pet safety cause. And it's a real honor to welcome on our show the founder of Pet Alert Emergency Information System. She also authored a must-have book. It's called Guide to Pet Safety, Saving the Entire Family. Let's give pause and applause to Cammie Thumwood. Hey, Cammie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Arden, for having me. Now, Cammie has oodles, literally oodles of tips to share with us today on how to keep our dogs, cats, and other pets as safe as possible. We're going to learn more right after we pay for this show by taking a commercial break. You guys know the drill. Sit, stay. We'll be right back.
1: Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All we will be right back. Obehave is back with more tail wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet educator, Arden Moore. Welcome
2: back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today hangs out with firefighters, veterinarians, and others who share her commitment to keeping our pets safe and healthy. She's the founder of the Pet Alert Emergency Information System. She's donated pet oxygen masks to fire department. She creates pet safety kits. She's a busy gal and she's dedicated to our pets. I am really honored to welcome to the show Cammy Thumbwood. And you know, when it comes to keeping pets safe, you got the bases covered, Cammy. Oh my gosh, you sent me this information packet. I'm I'm still pawing through everything.
0: Yes, it uh Pet safety is a whole uh, different category, just like child safety. and can go on and on and on. But it's even, I feel, more important because dogs and cats can't speak for themselves. So I'm taking that task on and trying to speak up for them and their safety.
2: Well, you're you're, doing a great girl. You've done this for a couple of decades. I mean, what what motivated you years ago? I don't know your background. On your LinkedIn, it has something with restoring vintage cars, but I don't know what that might be your husband's thing.
0: That's that's, uh, actually my husband's and I's original or our business. We manage restorations for classic Mercedes.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah. And I was um, in vehicle development for, well, coordinator for Diamond Chrysler proving grounds for several years.
2: Well, now Um, you're driving in the in the right direction, right, for pets.
0: Right, right. Well, this has always been my passion. I love pets. Always, always have had pets of all types. Are growing up our house was like a zoo because my dad liked pets too. But I was involved with the the fire departments over twenty years ago. I actually was in the medical field then and was representing a bunch of psychologists that we were rolling out um in EPA programs for the fire and police departments for post traumatic distress so for their protocols. Oh, So I started working with the firemen and learning all their protocols and what was going on so we could, you know, figure out the best way to work with them. And uh, then my neighbors, a close neighbor, not right next to me, her house burnt down and she had a key sound. She traveled a lot and um, I traveled a lot at that time and I had three flame points I need. Everybody always thought I had just one cat because they'd see one <laughs> and they all looked the same. So it was like, no, I have three cats. Well, when this neighbor's house burnt down, she had the sticker, please help my pet, you know, bird, dog, cat. And they didn't employ, you know, themselves to the dog or even look for it. And it died of smoke inhalation. And so I, I knew the, the fire chief there and I went down and I, you know, how come you didn't look for the dog? How come it died? You know? And he was quite blunt and said, yeah. they, the stickers don't do anything. What's it going to tell me? How, why should I risk my, my firefighters for something that may have been there for since the last donor?
2: Oh, and, good
0: point. And he said, you know, I can't risk people looking for something that may not be there. And plus, what, what does it tell me? And I said, well... <laughs> it's a dog. He says, that doesn't really tell me anything. He said it doesn't tell me the size, the shape. What am I going to do if it has, you know, problems, mm-hmm. you know? So I said, okay. And so I went to the Fire chief Association meeting and I asked them, I said, if I can, can you set the criteria that you would need to to actually be helpful to you and also help safeguard your personnel, but also give you more time management to help pets? especially in house fires. And they said yes. And they put me through high high water. <laughs> 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 Everything was, you know, basically turned down, you know, until we ended up really understanding their protocol. And uh, this is why we call it the Pet Alert Emergency Information System because that's what it is. It's a kit that provides you to have proper information in the right place for several different types of emergencies, like the home system, is it's a sticker, but it's basically the logo around the front door or in a rural area, you have a larger sticker for your mailbox post. But that's what the firemen are looking for. They're looking for that logo. And when they see that logo, they know all information is behind your front doorknob. That okay. way, there's no no pertinent information outside because the police don't want people are getting broken into. Unfortunately, by phone numbers on window stickers, people will actually call and say they're firefighters or you have an incident at your house. Blah blah blah. It says you have two dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how soon can you get here? And they, you tell them, oh, you know, is everything okay? And yeah, my dogs are friendly. And then you come home and you find out you got robbed. <laughs> so wow. that's why. The police, uh, when you know, I work with the police on this too, they encourage people don't, you know, don't write any phone numbers or anything that's outside your home that could be used, you know, for the wrong purpose. So the home pet alert system, again, it's behind the front door because almost all emergency personnel try to enter through your front door. Now, if they they can't because fire or some other incident, they'll go around, but that's why it's very bright mango-clips orange, the doorknob hanger, mm-hmm. and that way, that is a color that can be seen through smoke um, wow. across the room, so they can actually see it, and then we, I've also included a blue perma marker pin sign point in the kit, because if you write in black the information, it's harder for them to read through their smoke mask in the face shield. So the blue will stand out better for them.
2: These are, you know so what, we gonna, you can- yeah, let's just stop for a second because this is really important. People think they're doing the right thing by putting those little window stickers. And that's also yeah. 1980. And you're actually now, because you have worked with firefighting organizations, you're actually giving some pretty powerful advice on how why they all should be getting a pest alert. And I'm not trying to sound like a commercial here. The bottom line is you're out to save lives of pets and you've got the information that I can't purpose. believe isn't more readily known. Isn't that, it probably drives you crazy a bit.
0: Yeah, it does because people, I mean, I just went to the Atlanta pet show and, and, uh, actually Atlanta, uh, fire department was there, you know, asking questions and working and, and, um, we we just both look at each other and go, why do they think a sticker is going to do something? In fact, uh, the the fire chief that was there, when he'd hear a sticker, he'd go up and go, can you tell me what that sticker really <laughs> is going to <be> do for me?
2: <laughs> oh, my
0: God. But there's over 200 different stickers, and I can't believe some of the prices of them.
2: That oh, yeah. go on, you know. <laughs> they stick it, wait a minute, Cammy. You know I have to say this. They stick it to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they stick it to you. Really, for one <laughs> little sticker, and it doesn't do thing yeah and people uh, this is you know like i said this has been my passion to try and again i was concerned about my pet safety and knew that it didn't work because also the top finder system that the red cross had put out in the 70s I'm, i don't i'm
2: old enough to remember <laughs> uh, hey everybody she's a child prodigy don't let her fool you go ahead <laughs> the you know they had the
0: sticker that you put on tots windows. Well, that went on the wayside too because firemen were you know risking their lives to save a child, and nobody took the sticker down. So yeah. that's why most fire, especially fire chiefs, well, they they negate the stickers because they don't know how long they've been there, and they don't really tell them anything. So they just you know just ignore it. People that are using them have a false pretense that it's going to do anything. Unless they step on a dog bowl (laughs) or a cat bowl, you know, when it's smoky in there, then they go, oh, there must be a pet in here. Okay. Then then they look for it on their second, what they call the aggressive search. And unfortunately, that's usually too long. Birds only have about five minutes because of their lung capacity. Dogs, unfortunately, hyperventilate. So as soon as they get excited, they suck up the smoke and get overcome and go into a coma and end death. And what about cats? They have a tendency to hide. Cats, cats, and that's their savior. They lay low and they hide. So they get a little shelter from the smoke. And so that's why when you see pets being saved, it's usually cats. And they can, you know, they get them because cats have about, they can last long. It's about 15 to 20 minutes because they're, usually hidden under something and and not breathing in all the smoke. But so this is another important part and why I've, you know, really have been going step-by-step with the fire department because time is of an essence, especially in house fires. Again, there's not just one firefighter that shows up at your house. There's usually four or eight Mm -hmm. and uh, depending on the apparatus that shows up, but they can grab that information off there and, you know, toss it out the door, the battalion chief can look at it or police. A lot of people are afraid that, you know, police are gonna shoot their dog. Yeah. Well this way they can go in there and go, Oh, you do have a Rottweiler. Okay, well in name recognition is the number one thing to calm down a pet, especially if you're having a heart attack and a paramedic's trying to get to you. This uh the vital information card that comes with the door doorknob hanger has fear factors, fear triggers for your dog. So like some dogs don't like hats, others right. don't like glasses. My dog hates all women she doesn't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm coming over right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can help me with that. <laughs> yes, I, I've written 26 pet books. I wrote the Dog Behavior Answer Book. Come on, Angel. I'm going to help you, girl. You're going to love Aunt yeah. Arden. Well, <laughs> so the thing
0: is I left her with a pet sitter and something happened and So now any gray-haired woman, she
2: wants to eat. (laughs) Oh, good. I don't have gray hair. Okay. Well, I should, but, you know, that's between me and my hairstylist. We're not talking. We're not talking. Well, my sister, you know, (laughs) she has to keep her hair blonde. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) good. Well, you know what? You're bringing up some really good points, and and I do think you and I, I can't believe we've not met because we have a parallel mission, and and my motto on Four-Legged Life is to bring out the best in pets and their people And you have done this pet alert system, and your slogan is dedicated to protecting pets like family, because they really are. And I just am glad that we could finally connect, even though it's on a radio show with 900,000 listeners. But pretend you and I are sitting here together having a cup of tea. Yes, yes, it is. (laughs) I don't know if you know, but I I am the founder of Pet First Aid for You, and it is a hands-on, veterinary-approved Pet first aid program where I actually bring a real cat and a dog in class. I think we're covering different aspects and we definitely have to figure out a way to connect because. Yeah, because I'm all into collaboration, and when people are in my class, and I've been spending weekends at a pet emergency here in Collin County in Texas, I have learned a lot from my ER vets and the vet techs there, and that just adds to it. What I'm going to do is be able to tell people more in my classes about what you're doing, like the silly thing about the window stickers, out, out, out. And, you know, you're sharing great information for people. You go from, you know, out with the window stickers and have this right behind the front door, which has the information for the right people to have, not the burglars. That's, that's really key. You identify right. the pet's personalities and things like that. What are some right. things that people can do that would make their house less of a fire risk? So let's get off on the right paw. Cammy, what are a few tips that you could share to make our home less apt to be prone to a house fire?
0: Well, in the just the last two months, over a hundred thousand pets throughout the US are involved in some type of house fire because of cooking accidents. So that's one big hunk of what that these statistics of pets dying of smoke inhalation has not gone down since about 1970. We still lose 550,000 pets every year due to smoke inhalation. So this is important information. And there's one big thing that my kit has a bunch of rules. What you do in case of a fire, but mm-hmm. the main main thing you do, and this is I've seen this happen so many times, where it's a fire and the people get panicky and they'll just grab their dog by the collar or grab them in you know their arms if it's a small dog and run the house, and then they see all these flashing lights and they see all these men in <laughs> big mask uniforms and <laughs> yeah. they. Furry away from their pet parent, and guess where they go? Right back into the house. And then oh. they usually end up hiding and, and dying of smoke inhalation. So always put your cat, small dog, in a carrier or a halter. Always have them on a leash when you when you go outside. That way you can have some control on them until you can put them in a car or something while the... the you know, confusions going on. That is so um,
2: scary because the dog or cat thinks they're going to a safe place, and that would just tear my yeah, heart
0: it's, apart. It's dating to watch, and it's, yeah, it's sad because, again, they, you know, I'm going to go back home, and it's not the right place to be. Another thing is the fire department, everything in Pet Alert Emergency Information Kit covers five pets. The average household has five pets birds, dogs, cats, fish, whatever. And it lists by name, type, breed. It also tells them if they're handicapped or if they take medicine and yes. it gives them five contact information so they don't have to go to the shelter. And this is all removable and can be, you know, evacuated with the pet. Plus it gives them medical relief. Again, it gives the medicine that they're on. But it also has a wallet card, especially senior and Single people really need to have this wallet card with their license. They have an accident, injury, become unconscious. The emergency personnel need to know to call somebody to care for your pet because if they're home alone for a long time period, they could die of dehydration. We've had all sorts of incidents of animals injuring themselves because they're trying to get out damaging the house because nobody knows they're
2: there. Oh, yeah. No, your kit is amazing. And, folks, it's an easy website. It's PetAlert.com. So I want you to go to that after the show. I have a copy of the kit. And, you know, I even like uh, you have a lost pet, and you can immediately put up a a photo, and, and you know how to do that. But you've gotten green and bright orange. If there is an area you're having to evacuate, and you're able to tell the first responders that, hey, I've taken my pets or I've lost my pet during this evacuation. And this is a description, but it's in big orange and big green. These are the colors for people in the area of a disaster relief and evacuation. They they know to look for these kind of colors, right, Cami? Right.
0: Yeah. Well, orange is the safety orange means there's a warning of some sort. It's bright Fluorescent, and it, these are waterproof stickers. So if you know if you're in a flood or a zone or whatever, they're going to stay on. You're supposed to put them on the highest front window, okay? Your apartment door or condo door or garage door facing the street somewhere. So when they pull up, this is used for re-entry when they go in to after the disaster and reassess what's going on. That's when they find animals and and then. Nice to know that when they find one and you have the sticker on your door that says, no, you've evacuated them all, they know it doesn't belong there. So that's the first step of finding out where this dog came from. And then if you've lost some or lost one, they have at least your cell number and a description. So if they can find it, they can pass it along who to call. You know, there's over, what, 5,000 animals that get put to sleep, unfortunately, every day because of animal shelters. They're so overwhelmed but we you know to protect your pet the best thing you can always have is an id tag with your phone number on it and i would suggest a cell phone because if you have Mm -hmm. to evacuate you don't want your home number on there no Uh, it's it's already on your home
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh yeah chipper Cleo, and casey have collars that are embroidered with their names and my cell phone and the microchip and, and all that. Hey, folks, we're speaking right. with Cammie Thumbwood. She is the founder of Pet Alert. She does a lot of amazing things. She's saving our pets' lives, and she's sharing today some, just a few of the many ways that we can make this planet safe for our pets, our homes, and everything else. We're going to get right back to the show after we take this quick commercial break. So sit, stay, hug your pet. We'll be right back.
1: Time for a walk Ow. on the red carpet of course. All behave will be back in a flash right after these messages.
3: We all love our pets, and when disaster strikes, we want to make sure they are safe. In an emergency situation, you have to be your pet's voice and have the correct information at hand for emergency personnel if your pet ever needs their help. The Pet Alert Emergency Information System was designed with and approved by firefighters as well as police to make sure that your pet is protected in case of an emergency. With it, you will have all the tools you need in order to keep your pet safe. The Pet Alert Emergency Information System is literally a lifeline to safety for your pet that provides all the right information in all the right places. Whether you experience a house fire, auto accident, medical emergency, natural or man-made disaster, don't let your pet be a victim. You need to be prepared. You are your pet's advocate, so don't let them down. Safeguard their lives with the Pet Alert Emergency Information System. Get yours today by visiting PetAlert.com.
1: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Hey, this is Alex Sweeney from Save Our Lives
0: and the Biggest Loser. And you're listening to Arden Moore on the OBHE show on Pet Life Radio.
1: We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to OBHA. Here's Arden.
2: Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host Arden Moore. We have Cammy Thumbwood in the house. And, of course, she is the founder of Pet Alert Emergency Information Systems. Just go to PetAlert.com after the show, and you are going to be bow-wowed by what she has been doing for the past couple of decades. And let's give a little shout-out to your personal pets. They've been listening to the show the whole time, Cammy, and they're like, ahem, oh, she yeah. hasn't mentioned our name. She hasn't mentioned our name. What's going on? I know Angel's sitting here going, how am I getting on this show?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So tell us a little bit about your pets. Angel is a pound puppy. She uh, is four. She is my first frisbee dog. She's all white. I'll see a picture on uh, the website of her. Oh, yeah. But um, she is... Queen of the palace, as far as the dog's (laughs) concerned. (laughs) Now, the princess is my Siamese cat. She is the true princess. Snooty and and nice. And then the baby (laughs) is a rescue, and she's a scaredy cat. Spent six months rescuing this cat, and she won't even look at me. She loves my husband. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have she's my like, She's
2: like, talk to the uh, paw because yeah. the ears aren't listening. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then uh, Frankie is like uh, a fat Frank Sinatra in a tuxedo. Oh,
1: nice. And
0: uh, he uh, doesn't have any, he would be clods. So when uh, they get in little spats,
2: he can hit like a slugger all the time. I think you know what I saw him. He had a bit role on Creed, that new movie out. I, I think I saw Frankie. He was doing a little boxing, you know, in the back. So Frankie's got yep, the movie. Yep. <laughs> well, yes, cats have they got flexible spines, so they can dodge a punch anytime very well. But it sounds like you have a nice furry fab four there, Tammy. Yes, yes. yes. And I know you have some um, beta fish, you. but I don't know much about beta fish. But I'm I'm glad they're living with you because they're, they're pretty. <laughs> you know, i have to tell
0: you something. You know, on the doorknob hanger or on the vital information car, you put fear factors for your pets. Yeah, I had to do it for a joke. For the fish, which are on the kitchen counter, I said fear factor: boiling water.
2: Yes, and also <laughs> oh, that would happen in fire. <laughs> yeah, or a sushi chef comes to visit. You know, they're like, no. <laughs> All right, we're trying well, to talk about pet safety, ladies. What, gentlemen? What are we doing here? <laughs> But back to uh, the Pet Alert, now, you recently made a, a donation to your local fire department, and this is a big deal, and I'd love to hear more about this because I think more and more we need to have pet oxygen mask part of the equipment on any firefighter truck or paramedics because, as you know, Cam, and you can explain it probably better than me, their muzzles are a lot different shaped than ours, and why yeah. is it so important for firefighting departments to have pet oxygen masks? Well, because
0: the pet is usually overcome by smoke and is basically dying because it doesn't have enough oxygen, if they don't have enough uh, proper seal around the nose and the muzzle, they won't be able to push enough clean oxygen in to help start the circulation back while they're doing the CPR. So having proper that fits around the dog or cat muzzle is imperative uh, to, to try and, you know, firefighters everywhere try to do whatever they can with the the human mask, but a lot, lot of that oxygen just escapes rather than going in the pet's lungs where it needs to be.
2: You recently donated, what was it, five masks recently to a, you want to do a shout yeah, out? Yeah, they're, the
0: they're not cheap by any means, they're oh. about $100 because I include an instruction manual. I include how to do a muzzle. I include flip leads so they just not the oxygen mask themselves. But, nice. um, Bryan County, where I live in Georgia, is very large and it depends on your department if your budgets are so crimped nowadays that if they don't have that apparatus, they they have to pick and choose. So this is where my book, Guide to Pet Safety, I use the proceeds to donate the oxygen mask to a fire department. Uh, and
2: how and how can people, let's, I know I've mentioned the website PetAlert.com, but I think you, we need to let people know what you have that's available that they should consider having for their pets. So let's start with the book and let's talk about the, the kits that you offer because there's some few things okay. that, you know what, this is a good investment because you're investing in your pet.
0: The book is 1995, and that again, I use all the proceeds to that for donating oxygen masks. And that teaches people how to be disaster prepared for everything from uh, dogs, cats, fish, all the way up to livestock. It also teaches them how to have their surroundings and home pet safe through all the holidays, to do what not to do, and if they have uh, get into the chocolate, what to do until they can get to the vet. It teaches them how to build their own first aid kit depending on what type of animal they have. Mm -hmm. But what's really important is having the proper safety tips that people usually don't think about. Just like for children, during the holidays, you need to think about what's the best way to treat my dog during the 4th of July weekend or barbecue. Right. You know, dogs jump up and burn their paws on the barbecue because they get excited and water deaths are up now because people let their dogs swim more and more but they don't realize what to look for to know that the dog is getting exhausted especially the older ones
2: right so it's just all these the safety tips to refresh your memory to keep all your pets safe and then you have two different kinds of kits don't you there's two kits. There's one that's basic that has covers the car, the door, the wallet card, uh, the RV
0: tag. About 40% of truckers now have pets in their cabs, so they need to have the wallet card and, of course, the dashboard placard, which tells emergency personnel. But, you know, that there's a pet involved, so they don't open the door in case of an accident until they know where they are. And then there is the um, deluxe kit, which I think is what you bought. It has the basic kit and then the collapsible human-grade bowl. It's and bright it orange, that, so it, it's nice. The bright orange backpack to encourage people to make a disaster kit for their pets, which should mm-hmm. have a minimum of 10, actually now they're going for 10
2: mm-hmm. days
0: of food and water and medicine, and a front pocket for documentation. And you should have a picture with your pet of all your pets close up shot for identification.
2: Well, that's not a problem with me. I can tell you. I I, I think my <laughs> it's on phone. Your <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny now, Cammy. I I moved from California. Used to live in California too, and I moved mm-hmm. to deep in the heart of Dallas. I live with my sister and her three terrier mixes. All right, Jeannie, Maddie, Gracie. Wow. So Chipper, Cleo, and Casey <laughs> are now part of the Sensational Six, and trust me, we're keeping them all safe. And this is a really, folks the pet alert go to petalert.com it is an investment worth doing I try to keep people safe in pet first aid classes and I even have a mutt Giver program now did you know that Cammie I created a phrase called mutt Giver. we wrote an article in dogster and I teach little talks on it but what do you do when there's a pet emergency and you don't have a pet first aid kit What do you use with what you're wearing and your surroundings to stabilize, immobilize your pet so you can get the dog or cat to the veterinarian? And I'm talking everything from shoelaces to bandanas to water bottles, and we can set a broken leg and stop a bleeding and just enough to get them to the veterinarian. So I have become a Mutt-Gyber expert. Well, I'd like to see that <laughs> next. <laughs> I got to think of a cat right. term. I got mutt gyver. I don't know what we can do for, we can do cat gyver because, yeah. you know, you never know, you know. The CD gyver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't done the beta fish uh, gyver yet, but we'll get that well. someday. <laughs> I've actually
0: done something. One of them jumped out of his bowl, and he was uh, a little dried out there. Oh. So I just kept dipping him until he started breathing.
2: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. You, you came saved back to Yeah, I res- resuscitated him. <laughs> 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 well, you do it all, and folks, we are speaking with Cami Thamwood. She is the founder of Pet Alert and its Pet Alert Emergency Information System. I want you to go to PetAlert.com. dot com. We're having fun, but this is a very serious subject. We want to mention one. Go ahead. Safety tip. Sure. Uh, I, was, I didn't. I didn't want to. I see so many little cute videos and
0: things of people. Watching their dogs when they're not at home and, like, getting into the trash and jumping up on the stove and jumping up on the counters and stuff. I just want to give people a tip. If they have a gas stove and they have a large dog yes. and they know he jumps up, they need to take their knobs off the stove when they leave. There's oh. been dogs that have started fires because they jump up and turn on the gas.
2: Very not good.
0: Deliberately. But so, if you do have uh, a gas stove, be aware that if you have a large dog or something that can't turn them on, to please take the knobs off when you leave. It, and they're it, very easy, uh, they just help. pop
2: right off. I mean, that's a very good. You're awesome. We're going to have to have you back because this is only a half hour show and we've only just skimmed the surface. I do salute you for doing everything you've been doing for the past couple of decades to keep our pets safe. We don't even know how many lives you may have saved with some of your very savvy, smart tips. And I like the fact that you but, do work with the groups that do come into our homes to save us. And that's the firefighters and paramedics. And so it's not just you sitting in your office thinking, what can I do today? You're out and about. You're interacting with firefighters, which is a very it's noble the team thing effort. to do. Oh, it's it is. It's a team effort. And now we
0: got to get the pet parents on board because I've done my part. I've diligently Mm -hmm. gone through everything, got them all trained. Now we need to get it out there so people can use it when they need it.
2: That sounds great. Go to PetAlert.com, everybody, for the sake of our pets. Again, I am very honored to have Cammie Thunwood on our show. And I also want to thank the Wizard of Paws. You know who we're talking about, our executive producer, Mark Winter. He produces this show and all the shows on Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet. I think I got all the Ps right there. I hope so. And for all your pets' sake, 24-7, 365 days a year, please check out PetAlert.com. See what you can do to make your home safer for your pet. And before I go, you said you wanted to add something, Cammy. Yes,
0: Arden, I want to say thank you so much for having me on your show and for everything that you do for pets and their safety.
2: Well, we are kindred spirits in that pursuit. I look forward to working with you. But um, I know uh, if I ever come back, I'd want to be one of your pets. (laughs) I want to be one of your beta fish. Heck, you saved one of their lives. I'm, I'm coming back as a beta fish. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two-, three-, and four-leggers out there.
1: Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's Oh, Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do. And get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin, Tin Tinseltown.